Lift your Bible. Say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. It is the word of truth. A working knowledge of this Bible will make me free. I declare, therefore, that I am free. Because I read the word. I meditate on the word. I continue in the word. And I do what the word says. For the word has said, whom the son makes free is free indeed. Let me hear amen. amen. Now, this is a month of feed my sheep. Tell your neighbor, feed my sheep. If you love me, feed my sheep. Tell your neighbor, do you love the Lord? Are you involved in sheep, sheep work? Ask them, ask them. Are, are you involved in sheepish things? Are you a sheepish person? Come on, amen. So the proof that you love God is that you are involved in sheep, sheep work. And today I'll explain how sheep work looks like. Amen. So let's go to um, John 14 and verse 21. John 14 and verse 21. And then we'll read uh, John 21 and verse 15. Nana, you are praying this week. Hallelujah. If I don't see you here, it will be a big deal. Big deal. Kalomana say. Look. Oh, let's go to John 14 and verse 21. If you are there, say, I'm there. If you're on your way, say, wait for me. Those of you who don't have Bibles, it will not be on the screen. Look into the air, amen. Or ask somebody, please, can I spy in your Bible? If you are there, say, amen. He that hath my commandment and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will him, and you can, if you are here, you can put her there. Say, I will love her. I will love him and I will manifest. Somebody say manifest myself to him. Verse 22. Judah saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, if any man loves me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Praise the Lord. May God locate you and your house. Praise God. Now, let's go to the same Matthew, uh, John 21, verse 50. This is the premise of our whole month. Matthew 20, John 21, verse 50 said, So when they had dined, Jesus said unto Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, Lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Lord, yea, come on, say yea. Yea, Lord, I love thee. He said, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, feed my word. Now that word, there are two words there. Poimano and, uh, hold on, let me just. Bosco and Poimano, but that's not what I'm talking about. But I want, I, want to, I want to focus on 14 verse 21. Father, help me in the name of Jesus Christ. I commit my spirit, soul, and body. Use my spirit faculties, bodily members, and my soul to reach out truth. We declare your ground shall be a 100% bearing crown fruit in the name of Jesus. Lord, heal the sick this morning. Those that have despaired, oh God, stretch your hands and embrace them. Comfort them by the presence of God in this house. We worship you in Jesus' name. Somebody say a big amen. amen. Wow. Take your seats. Now, in the conversation, 
in the conversation that ensued between uh, Jesus and uh, uh, Peter, Jesus made a very profound statement. He told Peter, Peter, do you love me more than your brothers? Do you love me more than the food? Do you love me more than these all things that you are seeing? And then Peter said, Lord, you know I love you. And then Jesus said something very profound. He said, feed my lamb. I'm talking to you this morning about the future is for lovers. Say the future is for lovers. If I can get you to be a lover, I can assure you that your future will be very bright. It will be so bright you might need some dark goggles to be able to tone the kind of light and the kind of future that God is going to make and do for you. He has already said that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. For whom he did follow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. And whom he, 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 he called, he justified. Whom also he justified, he glorified. That means there's a future for you once you're a lover of God. I thought your amen would be a bit. Yeah. If you are here, you are not a lover, I can't guarantee any future. But if you find yourself to be a lover, and I can assure you that your life will end well. I say your life will end well. So this morning, I'm praying that lovers would arise. Lovers of God, lovers of the things that has to do with God, more than the lovers of this world, the pleasures of this world, the short-term desires, and the fleeting things, and the things that, you know, they look so enduring, but they come to pass in a very short time. I want to talk to you this morning, amen. But Jesus said something very profound. He said, feed my sheep. And that word, feed my sheep, was not a suggestion. It was not a discussion. Neither was it an advice. It was a commandment. When Jesus said, if you say you love me, feed my sheep. God was literally commanding Jesus, uh, Paul, Peter, where to direct his love. And so love is not emotions. Love has to do with a certain kind of discipline, a certain kind of a mind that is made up. So when it comes to God, you cannot feed off emotions. Say, I love you, Lord. And because you are a good singer, you are a good dancer, you are a good choreographer, you are very eloquent with speech, you have oratorical skill. That doesn't mean anything to God. He made a clear commandment and said that if you say you love me, feed my sheep. As I feed my sheep, sheep business. So for God, the proof that you love him is your involvement in sheep activities. I say sheep activities. You know, the work of an air hostess is in the air. The work of a farmer, a herder, or a husbandman is on the ground. And you know, you can't tell me that you are, you are a farmer or a shepherd and you don't smell like a sheep. You don't have sheep urine on you. You don't have sheep poo-poo on you. You don't have mud on your feet in an attempt to take your sheep to feed. So there's a disconnect. When you are, you are a lover and you are not involved in sheep business, the merry world of sheep business is a very, very crazy place. Amen. But if you're in the air, you're an air hostess, you just fly. Have you seen air hostess at the airport before with their cute pull, pull along bag, with their high heels? With their scarf, their hats, they look so crisp. 
If you are a farmer, you cannot look like that. If you are involved in God's business, you cannot be that kind of person. So those of you who look so cute and beautiful in church, but you don't get yourself involved in mud, in urine, in things that concern sheep. My goodness. You need to come closer. Let me hear amen. It's good to look very pretty, very nice. It will give you a husband or a wife. But when it comes to God, he doesn't see it like that. Let me hear you, amen. And you know, sheep business can be crazy. Everyday matters. Everyday stories. Everyday excuses. Some people, they don't want sheep business because they don't want any urine on them. But I can assure you that when you get to sheep business, you will smell of urine. Ah. I said, you will smell of sheep dunk. You will have your feet in mud. Sometimes the dunk will come into your face. That is real sheep business. Come on, let me hear amen. Somehow you'll be involved in the things that sheep are involved in. So in the church, there's nothing like an executive. We must all be on the ground. Let me hear amen. Giving your tithes and offering is good, but it's, it's not an indicator that you love God. The real proof that you love God is when you get into sheep business. Trying to start a home sale, following up on a soul. And they are telling you all manner of stories, but you keep going back. That is the mark that you love God. Clap your hands if you heard what I said. Yeah, that's a proof. That's proof. And when Jesus said, feed my lamb, he wasn't suggesting, it was a commandment. And then we just saw in uh, uh, John 14 verse 21, he said, he that had my commandment. How many of you have Bibles? Raise your hand. You have a Bible. Please raise your hand very high so that I can see. So if you don't have a Bible, I'll buy one for you. Okay, you don't have, okay, some people don't have Bibles. See me after church, I'll get you a Bible. He said, he that hath my commandment. Now, you can have something and keep it. You can have something and not keep it. You can have something precious and you don't keep that thing. How? You will never see somebody with a thousand dollars putting that money in front of his gate. Have you ever seen somebody like that? When you have something and it's precious, you keep it. You don't expose it. That's why you don't put your television in your garage on your compound. Because it's precious, you keep it inside your bedroom. There's no woman here whose gold trinkets are inside her living room. You might have to go to the bedroom and check a box, another box, the fourth box. That is where you see those golden trinkets. Why? Because they are keeping them. Bible said, if you have my word, how many of you have the word of God? You have it. The next thing you must be able to is to keep it. Come on, let me hear you, man. Keeping something precious is to make sure your eyes are on it. That's why sometimes when you have a little child and you have a maid servant, it is always advisable to get some security camera so that they can be watching your child. What you are doing is that you are keeping your eyes on that child so that nobody will abuse that child. Right or wrong? Same thing, you can have the word, but if you don't keep your eyes in the word, on the word, and observe it continuously, you have the word, but you are not keeping it. And God is telling me to tell you this morning that if you have it and you don't look into it, you don't love him. Yeah, the place is quiet all of us. You don't love him. The proof that you love God is his commandments. Not the way, you haven't seen Jesus before. I haven't seen him. But the proof that he's alive is his commandment. And he's saying that the proof that you love me is to keep your eyes in the word. 
Some of you, after this Sunday service, you won't know where your Bible is until Friday night. Some of you, even Sunday morning, the reason why you didn't bring a Bible is because you don't even know where your Bible is. Because the whole week, you never opened it. The Bible is at your porch or you left it inside your garden. That is, you have a garden. Amen. And the, 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 the truth is that God is saying that if you love him, then you will keep your eyes on the things that are precious to you. And the word of God is precious to us. That's all we have. Amen. Are you hearing me today? So make up your mind that you're going to keep. Come on, say keep. The way to keep the word of God is to observe it, to read it, study it, meditate on it. Go through it over and over and over until that word jumps into your heart. So that you don't need that scripture anymore. It's become resident in your heart. Come on, hear me here. Amen. So you see, it's a he that hath my commandment and keepeth it. It is he that loveth me. And he that loveth me will be loved by my father. And I, Jesus, will love him. And we will manifest ourselves to him. If you are a lover, you have a future. I say if you are a lover of God, you have a future. God is assuring you and I that when we become lovers of him, he will manifest himself, epanezo, which means a lot of things, that God is everywhere, yet his presence is not everywhere. In the stadium, he's there. In the nightclub, he's there. But he never manifests himself, though he is God, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. Omnipresent means that God is everywhere at the same time. So if he's everywhere at the same time, how come he doesn't manifest himself to some of us? How come in our life we've never had a vision of God? How come through your Christian life you've never had an encounter that would stabilize you forever? We always need to follow you up. We always need to call you. But God is looking for a day when one encounter with him will settle your argument about Christianity, your love for God, and your service for him. And that is what is going to happen to you in this season. God is going to settle the argument and make you firm and solid forever and ever. There are some people here, we don't need to call them to church. They have had a personal encounter. That is what God is going to do for you too. Shout a big amen. And so there's a future for a lover because God says that when you love him, he will manifest. I say he will manifest. I say he will manifest. He will show up. He will come to you. He will show you his power. He will show you his glory. It's for lovers. I said it's for lovers. A lot of you here, the kind of future that God has for you, you won't believe it if we were told you. Just like how that scripture in Habakkuk 1 verse 5 said. He said, if we were told you, you will not believe. But the reason why that manifestation has not come to pass is because the measure of love in your life is a bit low. But in this season, it's going to come up. It's going to come up. It's going to come up. We have what we call latent energy and manifested energy. There are two different things. Something can be in a place, but you will never see it. 
and something can be in that same place and you would see it. God is telling me to tell you this morning now, become a lover. And that when you become a lover, the commandments that he has given to you, you will keep it. After all, he said, he said, love is a, a new commandment I give unto you. Come on, say a commandment. Love. So the commandment, the New Testament commandment is a commandment of love. It's a commandment, not as if it's a suggestion. It's a commandment. And that commandment, he said, feed, love my sheep. I see you get there in the name of Jesus. Don't ever be tired of trying to win a soul, trying to bring somebody to church, trying to call somebody and the person doesn't answer, trying to go after somebody and somebody is jumping the wall, trying to pray for somebody and the thing is not working. Don't ever get tired. That is sheep business. That is proof that you love God. And you don't necessarily have to have a result. But when God sees your attempts and your effort, God says he will manifest himself in your life. And when he manifests himself in your life, you will have a great future. I said a great future. I guarantee you that your end will be greater than your beginning. Because you are simply a lover of God. Now, when we say manifest, what do we mean? Number one, make visible. Say make visible. To make visible is to appear. Now, some of us, what we talk about, and the Lord spoke to me, and I had a vision. You are like, what is this guy talking about? You've never understood those things. But Bible is saying that when you love him and you keep his commandment, he will appear to you in a way that you would understand. Some people, they are so spiritual that they can easily hear. But for you, even though God is speaking to you, you cannot hear. So for some of you, eh, God will literally come to your room and say, I'm Jesus. Sit down, I want to talk to you. Because that is the only thing you would understand. Can I have an amen? But if he speaks to you in a vision, you think, you, you understand. Hey, may Jesus come to your room in the name of And you know, he won't come as a light. He will come as Jesus. Say, look, I am Jesus. Sit down, I want to talk to you about your future. They say, are you Jesus? Yes, I am. Hey, Jesus has come to my room today. He would appear to you in a way that you would understand. Because some of you are very spiritual. You can pick signals. But some of us, Charlie, we are down there. We want to see him. Amen. <laughs> want to see his nail-hold hands. And the holes that is in his feet. And Bible is saying that wherever you find yourself, he would appear to you. However he would appear to you so you would understand, he would appear to you. I can hear your Amen. Can you believe that way? Manifesting is to make visible, visible, visible. And you know, one of the greatest things that God will do for you is to assure you of your salvation. Because at the end of all that we are doing in life is our salvation that is of utmost importance. He said, receiving the end of your faith, which is the salvation of your soul. Now, some of you, when that thing happens to you, if you find yourself in Sudan, you will not backslide. If you find yourself in Azerbaijan, you will not backslide. An assurance that would firm your faith forever. Like me. I cannot backslide. If you tell me, do you know God? I say yes, personally. Personally. God has revealed himself to me in a way that assures me that he's alive. 
But if he appeared to you like that, you may not take it serious. So he will come to your level. I said he will come to where you are and assure you beyond doubt that you have received your salvation. This is what God wants to do for you. He will appear to you. May he appear to somebody today. This coming week, may you begin to hear. May you begin to see. May you begin to touch. May you begin to experience the manifest power and presence of God. Come on, let me hear amen. The manifestation. You see, he says that his father himself, they will become a resident in you. And they will be visiting other people. How many of you want this church to have the residency of the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. Hallelujah. No, he comes. This is his residency. What are you going to do? I'm going to International Ministries Conference. International. I'll be back. Hallelujah. That is our prayer. It will be a place where we obey him without reservation. A place where we genuinely love God. So listen to my brother. You see, when it comes to loving God, it's not, it's about commandments. It has nothing to do with your feelings. Amen. Because some of you think that when you feel God, then you obey him. No. And that you are listening to his command. But it's as raw as it gets. Sometimes it's even contrary to your feelings. But God says that when you take him like that, you love him. I say you love him. So number one is to make to appear. God would appear to you in the name of Jesus Christ. The second thing is to report. Come on, say report. This is the word manifest. This is the meaning of the word manifest. That means that God will be reporting people to you. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. While they are planning the dark place, God will come and say, look, look at what they are doing. You'll be sleeping in your room. you see all your enemies and their plants and their plots. <laughs> I can't hear your amen. amen. Hallelujah. God will bring you reports. He will send angels to bring you responses in the name of Jesus Christ. One day in the old church, there was a particular lady I, I trusted so much. And she, when she sees me, she's so nice and smile. Oh, hello. Don't take everything on the, on the facial platform. See people smile at you. It doesn't mean anything. Let me hear him. It doesn't mean it. So one day I went to sleep and I saw, I saw a room. I was outside and I saw one person telling me, oh come, 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 welcome. They were like a pastor, oh please come. Then when I entered, I saw this lady with the butcher's knife. Come on, say butcher's knife. I said, what? What is this woman? And she was cutting people's hands. Now, if they cut off your hand, they are spoiling the work of your hand. Is that right? But if they cut off, what are you? You can't work anymore. So she held my hand. Oh, I said, oh sister, I'm your pastor. <laughs> I was thinking she would spare me. Ha! Pa! Yeah. The Lord was telling me. This person who is smiling to you, all the things you are doing, she's cutting it, she's destroying it. May God show you things. I'm talking about manifestation. God manifesting himself to you. This is one of the meanings. So that you will not walk into an enemy trap with your eyes open. 
can't hear your amen. I can't hear your amen. I can't hear your amen. God will report activities to you in your village. The things that they are doing, the meetings they are having. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Sometimes, even before you get to the office, God will show you things. Why? Because he has become resident in your life. I pray that grace upon you. See, as you continue, stop, stop, stop going around. You walk too much. Just keep your eyes on the word. I said, keep your eyes on the word. And God will manifest himself to you one day. You know, for me, I called myself. God didn't call me. Amen. I called myself. God saw that this gentleman loves me, so he has to use me somehow. So all through my school, they never considered me as anybody. You have very spiritual guy. <laughs> when they are praying, oh God, I didn't look like any of them. I used to wear Paco Rabanne jeans. Yes, I was a designer boy. They used to call me Pechepe brother. Come on, say Pechepe. Yeah, I was drooping and dripping. Shada. Hallelujah. I, I think I don't dress like how I used to dress. So when they look at me, this guy is too well. But it has nothing to do with your clothes. It has everything to do with your heart. So there was a station on, uh, in Kumasi called Capital Radio. They told me, oh, they are building. I should come and help them design. So I did the design. After that, I told the woman, the CEO, I said, look, I have plenty CDs. I can be a DJ. I had a lot of gospel CDs. A lot. If I, anybody wanted music, they used to come to my room. So I told her, I, I, can, I can become a DJ for you. So from 4 a.m. to 6.30, the whole of Kumasi is under my control. <laughs> they used to call me another brother, a brother from another mother. Because they would come and pick me up from campus, take me after, and I come back, dress up, and go for lecture. No pay. I wasn't interested. I was just promoting the gospel. I was a lover of God. I was involved in something that had to do with God. Why would I spend all my money buying CDs and just listening? It's love. I wonder what songs you have on your phone. I'm, I'm dialing your number right now. If we, the songs we sing in church, you can't even sing one. But let's put some Song here, you see. Sometimes I go to places and I see people rapping. Hey, I wish you can quote scriptures like that. Silly boy. Silly boy. And you are, you see, you are, you are rapping him. You are engrossed with that person. But when it comes to God, you can't sing one song on your own. I love you, Lord. Uh -huh. What again? But let's put some beats here. You begin to rap. You can rap like you're the person you are becoming like. But you can't sing one worship song. As soon as we put on worship, you are off. You can't flow. Something is gone off. Hey, may God restore you today in the name. So, I used to do that. And then one day I was sleeping. I'd come from my studio and I was lying down. And I saw, I had an encounter. I said, somebody came to me. I said, I see that you want to speak my word. Have you seen it? I said, may I, I put myself there? 
then he put his hand on me. That encounter, after a thousand years, I will not forget. I pray for that same thing for you. Those of you who are flipping and flopping, whether you are serving God, you know you have a little of the world, you have a little of God, you have a little of this, you have a little of that, you are dealing and dealing. Me, I'm sold out because I've seen the power of God. And that's how he, because I was a lover, he had to recruit me into his camp. And look at me, I'm a pastor today. What a blessing. Clap your hands. And I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you and I'm preaching to you. So because I loved him, he came to me and said, okay, I will also use you. Anyhow, may God use you too in the name of Jesus. I said, may God use you. If I take your phone and all the songs are the songs of this world, you are not a lover. You are a pretender. You are not a lover. What, what, what is that song doing to you anyway? Where is it taking you to? Because every song leads you somewhere, right or wrong. Every song is taking you somewhere. Why is those songs you are leading taking you to? To pull your pants down, to change your hair, to walk in a certain way, or you become more like Jesus Christ. If you are a true lover, everything on your phone will magnify God. If you take my phone, everything I search, it has to do with the things of God. Clap your hands. May you receive that grace. Come on, I said, may you receive that grace also. In the name of Jesus. Become a lover. Once you are a lover of God, your future is guaranteed. I said, your future is guaranteed. It may look very hazy today, very difficult today, very confusing today, but he will manifest himself. I said, he will manifest himself. I said, he will manifest himself. Number three, the next thing that God will do is he will be against those who are against you. Manifestation. He will be against those who are against you. Don't fight a lover of God. Let me hear your amen. When you see somebody who loves God, keep your mouth shut. Stay out of their business. The man of God who died, uh, the Lord warned me about him one day. I just made a passing comment. Not that I criticized him. Because Back then, we stayed, we used bathroom tiles for the walls. As an architect, when you use cheap tiles, I can sell. When you use tiles that are ceramic tiles, I can sell. So when I saw that, I'm like, ah, who advised him to use these tiles for his backdrop? These are washroom tiles. I remember, it's so blue. I went to say this, and I went to sleep. As I was sleeping, the Lord said, you don't shut your mouth. The child he's using, is it your business? Has he been called to you? He has his people, his ministry, my people. So stay out of his business. This world, God will become a terror to your enemies. Oh, your amen. You see, whilst you are sleeping, whilst you are sleeping and snoring, God will be going around warning people, if you touch that girl, if you touch that girl, if you touch that girl, eh, you will see fire. It's not everybody you mess up with, though. Some of you here, when they tent, they will be destroyed forever. Shout a big amen. One day, a lady came to church. And as I was preaching, I mentioned the name, not knowing it was her name. When we closed, she came to tell me that she had a boyfriend. They had done blood covenant. And now, every money she gets, she gives the money to the guy. She was working at the Atimota Mall. So as soon as they close from work, she goes away and she gets salary. She go and give it to the girl, the guy. And the guy was, so when he was telling me, I was, I said, this guy, something will happen. 
Listen. As soon as she left the church and the premise, hey, I see an angel going ahead of somebody right now. The thing they want to tell you, they will swallow it. They will not say it. Your amen lacks. So, when, as soon as he left my place, the guy called her and said, oh, why, why, why are you, why, who did you give your number to, my number to that the person called me and is threatening me right now? And the guy said, no, she just left. He said, somebody warned me that if I don't know and I can't close to you, I'll be a dead man. Exactly what I said in the office. The angel of the Lord called that gentleman and warned him to leave that girl alone. It was a lady who came to tell me later that the guy who did that covenant with her, he called and said somebody called him and was threatening if she doesn't, if he doesn't leave her. She's fin he's finished. God will fight for you. Amen. Now listen to me. Anything you go through, if you're a lover of God, is supposed to promote you. Just laugh. Just laugh. Because See, usually when God is going to promote you, he will use tests, trials, eh? bad media, all in an effort to lift you up. So when you are a lover, you are a laugher. Yeah. You laugh because everything that they are doing is for your work, is for your good. Clap your hands if you heard me. Yeah. Just stay calm. Just stay calm. Don't even be afraid at all because, you see, they are just working for your promotion. There's a future for you if you're a lover of God. Amen. I said there's a future for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know, the Lord went to uh, Abimelech, the king, and told him, do you know the man you have gone to take his wife is my prophet? He said, I will kill all of you people here if you don't let him go. I can assure you that Abraham, he was sleeping and snoring at that time. He didn't even know what was, was he Abraham? Yes. He was sleeping and snoring at that time. He didn't know what was happening. And the man woke up and said, please, I beg you, why didn't you tell me that the woman is your wife? I said, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> God will terrorize those who are against you. I said, he will terrorize those who are against you. Say a believing amen. Can you receive that word this morning? So when he says the Lord will manifest to you, that means that those who are plotting and planning to hurt you, the Lord will go and fight them for you. Receive that word in the name of Jesus. And also the Lord will show up. Have you had an emergency in your life before? Like suddenly, one day I was going to church to deliver the worship. At the uh, Pashiman Junction, there was so much traffic. I didn't know what to do. There was no way I was ever going to cross that traffic. And I was sitting in my car and said, Lord, what am I going to do to get to the other side? As I sat there, a man showed up. Come on, say, show up. Now, the day you find yourself in trouble, you will know that you have a living God. I said, you know that you have a living God. A man showed up to me and said, where you are going, you won't get, I don't know where he came from. Pass here, pass here, pass here. And you will cross. So I just said, okay. I went this way, I went that. Within minutes, I was on the other side. God will show up for you in the name of Jesus. That is if you are a lover and I see you becoming a lover. The next one has to do with it will pass. It will cause you to pass over. Things that destroy other people, it will not destroy you. 
things that others suffer and they never recover, God will cause you to pass through and make you a better person. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you this morning? Become a lover and God will cause you to pass through things and it will not have effect on you. God will give you access to nations. I said access to nations. been on many flights where at the immigration they said why are you going why are you going say I'm a, I'm a pastor I'm a man of God not me I see people like that and then they will make enquiry and you look at the guy ah, how did he get here when you love God he opens the nation for you you may not look like much but once you were lover he knows that wherever you go his kingdom will be perpetuated his kingdom will be enlarged. He will open doors for you. I say he will open doors for you. What it takes to get a leader. Some people, the men of God, they can't see them going through like that. Because they are kingdom lovers. <laughs> and sometimes I wonder, wow, this God is faithful. As somebody who is in a village somewhere, you go to the embassy, they look at him. They don't understand why they even give him the visa. You that you are ND, they bounce you. You have all the bank accounts, yet they deny you. Somebody goes, a servant of God, they let him pass through. A lover. May doors open for you in the name of Jesus. Where others are stopped, may you continue in the name of Jesus. Stand on your feet. He said that, if you love me, feed my sheep. From next week, you shouldn't have any empty chairs at the back. What did I say? I summon you in the name of Jesus Christ. No empty chairs in this church. What we should be doing, having people standing at the back. If you're a lover of God, raise your hand. Feed my sheep. He said, feed my sheep. That means urge people to come to church. Pay somebody's transport. You'll be amazed the number of people who are seeking home this morning because they don't have any transport or because of a flimsy excuse. But you have a key, but you never opened that door for them. Somebody in your house should have brought church, but you didn't go. Today, talk to God. You're becoming a lover. You're becoming a lover. Talk to God. Pray, 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 pray. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lovers. Raise lovers. Raise lovers. Raise lovers. Raise lovers. Raise lovers. Lord, raise lovers. Lord, raise lovers in this house. You shall love the Lord with all your heart. You shall love the Lord with all your soul. You shall love the Lord with all your mind. With all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. You shall love the Lord. You shall love the Lord with all Sure. 